Many individuals try to find success on a daily basis. But what defines this success? Where does it come from? When you find a passion in your life and pursue this passion, everything can come together to form success. This is Taking Care of Business with David Wallach. Our guests will motivate you to take the next step to your success. Now, here's your host, David Wallach. Good morning, y'all. Great to be back after a week uh, that uh, business took me to other places. Um, I'm broadcasting today from the 16th floor of the Westin Prince in North Toronto. Uh, straight ahead of me, I can see the CN Tower, the tallest uh, structure in Canada. Uh, it, at least so far, I see from on the horizon that there's another building that is going to kind of probably take over that uh, title. Um, and the other thing I can see around me is the surrounding area around the hotel is a lot of industrial and retail properties. Um, I've been watching um, since 6 a.m. this morning. I'm, I'm on Eastern time. Um, how this whole area comes to life. Uh, Business owners arriving early to open their shops uh, or their industrial uh, spaces, trucks uh, maneuvering in and out from uh, loading docks and and, uh, drive-in doors, Uh, parking lots are being filled, and uh, we see a lot of you know, communication, a lot between people, a lot of transition, a lot of movement. and the whole area is becoming alive again after, you know, quiet night. It's fascinating to see this, this scene from the 16th floor and watch how a city wakes up uh, to a new day, a new business day. I also had the TV open uh, in my room, tuned on to, to watch the news, uh, whether it was CBC, Fox, uh, CNN, it doesn't matter. It's somewhat frustrating to watch uh, or listen to the news, uh, bombing in Syria, China and U.S. trade dis- disputes, Alberta and British Columbia war over building a pipeline or not building a pipeline. The more you watch and the more you listen, the more you realize that these are events that you know you have no control of, and there's nothing you can do to kind of make any difference. Unless you work, for, of course, for the government and uh, or any of the governments and uh, you're involved in the day-to-day negotiations or and you have somewhat uh, option to influence what's going on. So in today's show, I'm not going to discuss world issues. I'm not going to discuss those events. As you remember, our show is all about uh, entrepreneurship, about business, about how we take our business to the next level, how we grow our business, how we develop our business, how we build a business. Um, And today I want to focus uh, our show on items that you and I have control on, and that is our own business actions, um, as I mentioned, building, reviewing, uh, and most important, executing our business plans. Um, over the last 14 months uh, uh, since I started taking care of business uh, weekly show, um, I've interviewed over probably 50 CEOs, presidents, uh, top executives, 
And all of them discussed the importance of a business plan, the importance of building one, the importance of uh, adjusting one, and how it is an integral part of their business uh, from the get-go to some, and to some they kind of build it later uh, during the, year, uh, the, the life of a business. On uh, my show in October, last October, um, I mentioned a business plan and I mentioned the importance of a business plan when I was talking about the uh, five uh, major uh, items that are important to building a business. And today, um, you know, I would like to go deep into uh, how to build a business plan and how to view a business plan and what is important in a business plan that when you sit down and decide to, to do it and go for it and, 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 and do it right, um, it's a very important piece of your ability to grow your business, whether you own the business, whether you're a salesperson, uh, or whether you have any job or anything that has to do with and you want to grow uh, both professionally and, and financially. Um, the one thing that I want to mention before we dive into uh, the process, and, and, and it may take more than one program, uh, it, it may take two programs, however, we're going to start today, but there's one thing I want to remind everybody that uh, before we, we start building a business plan. A business plan not well executed is only a dream. Once again, I'll repeat on this one. A business plan not well executed is only a dream. We'll get to the execution part of a business plan um, probably towards the end. Um, however, I want you to remember this phrase. Uh, it has a lot to do with your end result. Again, a business plan not well executed is only a dream. So why now? Why now did I decide to discuss a business plan? You know, it's uh, April, mid-April. Uh, two simple reasons. Firstly, for many companies, uh, March was, and individuals, uh, March was the end of uh, quarter one. Uh, time to review results and plan for quarter two, three, and four. Secondly, it is better. It is never late to build a business plan. For many industries, many industries, um, it is not easier, or I would say it's not the right thing to do is follow the calendar year. So, def different dif uh, different industries will have different uh, year starts and different quarters, and that's why it's always good to uh, start a business plan, even even if you didn't start it uh, in January. Uh, there's a famous uh, phrase uh, that says, uh, when is the best time to plant a fruit tree? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. So today, if you haven't started your business plan yet, today is a good way to start, a good day to start your uh, business plan. So you, what I want you to do is, when you go through the process of building a, a business plan, whether it's, you know, your annual or you're going forward and checking your previous quarter and moving to the next quarter, here's what I want you to do. Write down on a piece of paper and answer the following questions that um, will kind of be the basis, the foundation of preparing for the future, for the next business plan or the next quarter. Am I on target? 
to reach my goals. Well, you set up goals. Are you on target? Are you kind of doing what you're supposed to do and you got the results the way you want? Am I off target? If I am off target, why? Is it not enough calls, not enough meetings? Um, what, what is the reason that you're off target? Uh, what is preventing me from reaching my goals? It may be something that is personal, completely personal, personal issues. Sometimes we run into those. Uh, market conditions. Uh, we don't control the market where we are, but we, we work in it, but we don't control it uh, or any other reasons. Those two questions, you have to be completely honest about them. The more honest you be, you'll be answering the two questions, why are you off target, the better chance you have to get on target or exceed your target in the next quarter or in the next year. Um, but maybe it's a good year. So next question is, am I exceeding my target? If yes, what am I doing? What did I do that I need to do more of? Uh, to keep reaching and exceeding my goals. So, you know, sometimes we have good years and we want to analyze why we had or what, what, what did we do well that helped us get to uh, a good start or a good year and, and uh, meet or exceed our goals. What am I doing differently that helped me reach my goal, exceed my goal? Sometimes you change something and uh, it helps you. As you all know, market conditions change, industries change. For example, everybody talks today about uh, the retail, uh, you know, retail is changing. Uh, big box uh, retail is disappearing and a lot of uh, trades are being done online. Uh, office space is, uh, is changing. A lot of shared office or, or, or any other uh, fashion of, you know, shared uh, working places. Industrial is changing as we move into more e-commerce. Uh, there is more need for distribution and less need for, uh, you know, big box retail. So both. So sometimes industries are changing, market conditions are changing. And what made you successful last year or last quarter may not be good enough for you uh, to succeed in the next uh, coming year or in the next uh, quarter of your business. I think the that everybody heard about Jack Wells, the famed CEO of General Electric, and he said it many, many years ago when he said, change before you have to. Change before you have to. You want to control your change. You want to control the environment that you need to change. You want to control the habits you need to change. You don't want to be, you, you want to take initiative and not, you know, stand there and wait and start being reactive after the change happens because you're already late to the game if you're, if you didn't adjust before the change or during the change. Um, so this is kind of uh, what we see in, in terms of how we prepare our uh, business plan and how we prepare our uh, sales plan. Um, the one thing that uh, I highly suggest is um, when you do a business plan, Write it down. Write it down and put your name on top of it. Um, putting your name on top of it, even though you know it's, it's yours, um, it gives you kind of uh, ownership on your plan. But the other reason uh, you want to put your name on it is at the end of the process, once you are done the process of uh, 
preparing your business plan, once you're done and it's all written down and you have it in front of you and reviewed it and, and you're happy with it, photocopy it. Photocopy it and share it. Share it with your team. Share it with your, your uh, counterpart. Share, share it with your sales manager, with the CEO, with the board, whichever level you uh, can share it with. Uh, I suggest you share it. And, and the reason to share it is you want to be accountable. And you want to be accountable to someone and you want someone to hold you accountable to your own business plan. As I said earlier, business plan not well executed is only a dream. We, we know many people or many organizations that will write a business plan, but they won't hold themselves or each other accountable. The result is that the most people or most organizations or most uh, teams will miss their target uh, because of lack of uh, accountability. Accountability holds your feet to the fire and helps you, helps you execute, helps you, motivates you to execute, motivates you to, to reach your goal, motivates you to, to be successful. You, it's not comfortable to sit across from your partner, your teammate, uh, your, your CEO, your sales manager, and explain why you didn't reach your goal or what happened that you re- didn't reach your goal and what are the reasons. Well, as I said, sometimes there are true reasons and, you know, life happens or as others say, shit happens. Uh, but many times it's the lack of execution of our own business plan. And that is why I suggest that you uh, take the time, write it down, your business plan. Uh, it doesn't have to be 50 pages. It can be five pages, the one I'm going to recommend and we're going to post on our uh, social media. Uh, it can be, as I said, five pages, which the last page will be the execution plan. And uh, once you have the name on it and once you share it with your uh friends or, or, or superiors, uh, that puts you kind of on a, I would say, road to succeed or a road to, to execute it the right way. Um, and now, once you answered honestly, as I said before, uh, once you honestly answered the questions of what happened in case you didn't uh, reach your previous quarter or previous year goals or what was the good? What were the good reasons that you were exceeding? Now we're going to start kind of building our business plan. Um, unfortunately, we have to do it uh, following uh, the commercials. Uh, as you know, we from time to time have to take a commercial break, and uh, we're going to uh, get to our first commercial break. Uh, before that, I would um, I would kind of uh, recommend uh, a book. Uh, that I read over the years uh, a couple of times. It's, a, it's an easy read. It's a short book. Uh, the book is called Mr. Schmooze. Again, Mr. Schmooze, S-H-M-O-O-Z-E by Richard Abraham. I highly recommend this book. Uh, it gives you kind of, especially if you're in sales, uh, it's a fun book to read and I highly recommend. Again, Mr. Schmooze by Richard Abraham. I'll meet you here following our first commercials. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into Taking Care of Business with David Wallach. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to dvwallach at gmail.com. That's D-I-V-I Wallach at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. And we're back uh, discussing uh, business plan and uh, how to build a business plan. And we're going to uh, kind of start our business plan, uh, constructing our business plan. If you work on a team, um, I, my suggestion will have uh, will, will be to have two uh, business plans. One is as a team and one as an individual. Uh, you want to the team to succeed, but you also as an individual want to uh, have your success base, both uh, professionally and and. Uh, financially. So um, we have our name at the uh, top of the uh, page and now uh, let's uh, start building it. So um, there was a German philosopher uh, by the name of Martin Buver that lived uh, about 200 years ago uh, or sorry 150 years ago and he said you can't build the future without relating to the past. Um, so the first thing we do, the first page is you analyze now in details uh, your previous year or your previous quarter. Uh, we'll work on a year right now. Um, so you uh, kind of take the page and, and do Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, uh, four columns, each one for one uh, quarter. And um, on the top left, you write uh, gross revenue per quarter. Underneath, a net revenue per, per quarter. Um, and uh, 
below that you go, how many deals did um, I close or, or uh, per quarter? So you go and you analyze what you have done last year. What was your gross revenue that you produced? What was the net in your jeans, which is, uh, I would say, the, to some people is very important. Uh, to all people, it's important. That's how we pay our bills. That's how we make progress in our personal life. And more important is how many deals did you close each and every quarter? Um, and you'll see in the, in the uh, later why it's important to kind of divide it into the smallest uh particle you can in order to analyze and better build your future business plan. Then uh, below that, you go and write, uh, who did you represent? Uh, if I talk about my industry, real estate industry, is did you, uh, in, in, did you represent the seller or the buyer? Did you uh, represent the landlord or the tenant? It's important for you to understand where most of your success comes from. Uh, where do you do, uh, you know, where do you have a good track record? Where do you have a good brand? Uh, where do people realize that you can help them? Um, and it, you can see it when you kind of divide it into who did I represent uh, on those deals. Then you go and you kind of calculate your average, calculate your average deal size and, and the revenue that you got from from their, those deals. Um and, and the last two kind of, uh, I would say, important, very important kind of items will be, again, on the left-hand side, how many of those were new businesses and how many, b below that will be how many were renewals or existing clients. Um, so, again, on the left-hand side, we have gross revenue, net revenue below that. Underneath, we have how many deals we closed per quarter. Below that, who did you represent, the average deal size, and the bottom two are how many new clients and how many repeat clients. Um, you should strive to have at least 25 to 35% of your business as repeat clients. Um, repeat clients are great source of success income, but also a great source of future new clients. Uh, people that come back to work with you will be more than happy to share this knowledge with their friends, with their colleagues, with their partners. Uh, they will be more than happy to refer you uh, because they built trust with you uh, over the years to new businesses. Uh, again, you have to strive every year to have 25 to 35% of your business as a repeat business. Uh, it doesn't matter what you sell. It doesn't matter what service you give. It doesn't matter what product you, 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 you sell. Again, this is key for you to kind of uh, grow your business. Once you have this in front of you, um, it gives you kind of understanding where your income came from. Yeah, you get your T4 or T5 at the year end or whatever the equivalent in each and every country, and you know at the end of the year how much money you made gross, how much money you pay uh, to the uh, tax uh, per person. Uh, but this gives you a, a full analysis and how, how did you get the money, from which sources, uh, what was the distribution over the year. Uh, especially if you're in sales and you and you eat what you kill, meaning working on commission, 
this really helps you build your uh, next year. Um, you know, sometimes you know that on a certain quarter you took two weeks off and went somewhere with your family. Or you took some time off and you went to do a professional uh, uh, course. Uh, whatever the case may be, um, it gives you an indication. Uh, summer may be slow in some places or, or strong in other industries. So it gives you an indication uh, how to build your you know, income for the coming year or how to predict your income from or the distribution of income for the coming year, the distribution of business. And um, so now that we have a clear picture of uh, what went last year, the previous year, it's time to start building uh, our kind of coming year or coming quarter. Um, this is a little bit, uh, th this will take, the second page will take some uh, Serious thinking. As I mentioned, we are going to distribute uh, uh, the business plan or the sales plan we are working with at, at my company over our social media, so everybody will have it. Um, if not, you can email me at dvwallock at gmail.com, and I'll be more than happy to email it to you directly. Um, so the second page, we start building the future. We start building uh, our, our program or our sales or business program for the next year. And uh, we start with some uh, serious thinking. Um, I know sometimes we kind of uh, push aside thinking about what's how we get, we get to where we get, but this helps us. Um, and it starts with your personal SWOT analysis. SWOT, uh, S-W-O-T, stands for Strength, Weaknesses, Opportunities, and Threats. And let me uh, elaborate, elaborate a little bit about each and every one of them. So, uh, your strength. Um, you know, everybody knows, uh, or, or we don't think about it too much, but... You have to think, what is what are you doing well? What are you doing hell well that helps you succeed? What are you doing well that people come to do repeat business with you? What are you doing well that you were able to open new doors and, and, and sell more? What are you doing well that people build trust with you? Um, focus on your strength. So write them down. Write them down in a fashion that relates to you and people that are going to review. Remember, you're going to share this with someone else. So it's not about fluff. It's not about, you know, filling the blanks. It's about being completely, completely, completely honest. Um, the road to success starts with honesty. Um, so that's about strength. Then comes the W stands for weaknesses. Uh, as you know, uh, we all have weaknesses. And, you know, sometimes we tend to, they tend to block us. You write, write down your weaknesses. It can be, for example, paperwork, or it can be uh, mundane kind of uh, duties that you don't like to do. Um, so you have to write it down so you know how to deal with them. You know how, whether you have to kind of deal with it by hiring someone to help you, or you have to ignore them and focus on your uh, strength 
and opportunities and maybe deal with one weakness trying to approve uh, your, your dealing with this weakness that you have. And each one of us has different weaknesses. It's a personal thing. But again, uh, the way of kind of, uh, you know, dealing with it is writing it down and sharing it with, with uh, someone that will give us a feedback, a good feedback, how to deal with it or how to, to uh, avoid it. Uh, opportunities. Um, again, I'll talk about my industry. It's easier for me to talk about my industry. Uh, for example, if there are new developments in your area and the developer needs uh, leasing um, or uh, migration is strong to your area, so you know that uh, there will be some um, uh, residential uh, developers that will look for land or, or commercial developers that will look for land to build uh, uh, retail centers. Um, those are opportunities uh, that are in the industry that is growing in your area, whether it's uh, cannabis distribution or, or anything that is new to your area or growing in your area. Um, again, uh, those, gives you, those uh, give you an opportunity to grow your business uh, in the coming uh, year or quarter. And the last thing, the T for the, the word SWAT uh, stands for threats. Um, you know, threats can be a mixture of both personal or, or you know, uh, something that is not in your control. However, it influences uh, your ability to, uh, you know, succeed. Um, sometimes, uh, you know, there is a personal issue that needs your attention for the next uh, time uh, frame, which, you know, can vary from um, a day, a week to a few months, or uh, it can be uh, an economy that is uh, weak or, or changing trends. Um, for example, as I mentioned, uh, you know, there's, if you work in, in retail and, uh, and, and retail leasing and the, the trend and now is changing to smaller shops, um, you know, that can be a threat for you that uh, you have to find your income somewhere else, so be creative about it. So those are the, again, the SWOT is strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Once you answer those, um, there's an next, the next question is um, <laughs> at least as tough. Um, and to some people I've noticed uh, over my uh, experience in sales, it's even a tougher question. And, and the question is, what is your overall competitive position? Why would I do business with you? Why would someone do business with you? Why would I refer my friends to you? Why would I refer my uh, colleagues to you? Um, and and we, we tend not to think about it. Uh, what is our kind of competitive position, advantage of, over our competitors? But if you think about yourself when you go out and try to, to get service or, or buy something and, and you also look for the competitive advantage that the person that sells you the service or sells you the product gives you or has when you deal with them. So, so this is a very uh, important question. Uh, it kind of uh, summarizes uh, your SWOT in, in your previous success, in your previous year, uh, is why would I do business with you? Um, you know, these are the, the last two uh, items, the SWOT analysis and the question, why would I do business with you? There are two million, those two questions, are, are, each one of them is a million dollar question. And answer them honestly, uh, and you are on your road to success um, 
trust me, um, it is from experience I say that, that this is uh, a very crucial portion or, or part of building your uh, business plan and the road to success. The next question is, uh, the next few questions are kind of a little bit more uh, general, uh, but are important for you because the next page, page number three, will be uh, putting the numbers uh, into action. So the first one is customers. Uh, Where are they coming from and who are they? Go back to page number one. Remember, you did an analysis whether you represented the, the lessee or the lessor, whether you represented the seller or the buyer. Look at the success you had before. Where is your, where, where is your strong kind of hold? Where, can, where did you get most of your business? From here, from there, sorry, you can build here is who are the customers that you're going to uh, approach this year and where are they coming from? It is important to understand that, you know, you don't want to go into a big ocean. You want to create your own ocean of success, and that comes from learning what you have done successfully in the past. And your blue ocean is where your competitors will be afraid to swim because you'll be the shark in those oceans. So, again, it's who and where your customers or clients or prospects are coming from in the next uh, year. Uh, We got already to (laughs) a second commercial break. Time flies when you're having fun. Um, I would like to recommend one more book. And uh, this book I got many years ago, and I I really enjoyed it. The name is a little bit long. What got you here won't get you there. How successful people become even more successful. Again, what got you here won't get you there how successful people become even more successful. The book is by Marshall Goldsmith and Mark Ryder. I highly recommend. Uh, You can find both books that I recommended probably on Amazon or uh, just Google them and you can find them. And I'll meet you here uh, at the other side of the commercials. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Are you finding your frequency? 
It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned into Taking Care of Business with David Wallach. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to dvwallach at gmail.com. That's D-I-V-I Wallach at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. We're back uh, for the last uh, part of our today of today's shows of uh, taking care of business, um, and um, we are building uh, your hours business plan. Um, I can tell you that I want uh, the time won't be enough to complete it today. We'll have to complete it uh, two weeks from now on May first uh, for probably the last two pages of the plan. Uh, just because I have uh, really uh, interesting guests next week. Um, but we left it uh, before the commercial at uh, finding who and where our future uh, prospects, customers, clients will come from. Um, the next two things that y- you need to kind of uh, write down to yourself, uh, and again, it's they are more general, is what is what are the market trends um, where there you know, globally, whether it's in your country or whether it's in your area and in the vicinity of where you do your business, what are the trends for the next, you know, 12 to 18 months? What do you think? What do you see? What analysts are saying? What the experts are saying? Uh, Again, don't treat it as gold spell, but you have to know them. You have to understand them. and again, uh, don't think that don't don't put those as as barriers for yourself. It's just for your knowledge and for you to use in order to you grow your business. Um, and from there, you go and go and go a little bit uh, kind of more in details on factors that will influence uh, either growth or decline. Uh, in your market segment. Um, as, as I mentioned earlier as an example, industrial is growing now on the uh, distribution side just because of e-commerce. The result is there is a decline in need for big box uh, retail stores uh, all over uh, the world. So those are factors influencing growth in your specific market. So first you go, what are the trends that you think will happen or experts think will happen in the next 12 to 18 months that will influence you? And then from there, what is in your specific uh, market segment uh, and, and, and uh, that will I- impact growth or decline? And, you know, both create opportunities in sales. 
we go to page number three. Uh, and, and page number th- three is, well, that's where we start putting numbers. Uh, and those are our goals, our, our sales goals. Um, as I said, this is a sales plan slash business plan. Uh, works perfectly for the individual, but works perfectly for a team and works perfectly for a company um, that are, that sales is a major component of the business. And I do not know many companies that sales is not a big component of their business. Um, so here I want you to kind of have six columns. Um, the left column will be kind of uh, more detailed uh, or, or will, will have the, uh, the uh, items you have to fill up and then you go and the first, the second column from the left will be your annual goal. And then you, uh, the, la- the last four will be quarter one, two, three, and four. Um, and as we did on page one, what I want you to put here is what is your annual goal in gross revenue and then divide it into quarters. Now, be careful here. I've seen many, 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 many. I can't even <laughs> count the number of many times Sales organizations, salespeople, sales teams put, uh, for example, if we take a run number 200,000 and its annual goal, they'll put 50, 50, 50, 50 for each quarter. That is not how life works. Um, if you look back to your previous year or maybe years, if you have data more than one year, you'll see that Q1, Q2, Q3, and Q4 were never the same. So be realistic. When are you taking time off? When do you have holidays? I don't think that you'll do much sales in December, between December 20th to January 10th, unless you sell, uh, unless you sell Christmas trees. Um, so take into consideration what are what is the year ahead kind of planning for you in terms of personal life, in terms of professional life. When is up and down in your industry? And that's how you divide your quarters. Um, below that, be, below the gross revenue, just put net in my jeans. Um, it's very important that that's the bottom line for you and that's the bottom line for the team and that's the bottom line for the company. What is net in your jeans? Um, because that will help you build your personal life. That will help you build your family life. That you help. That will help you advance your your family, your 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 personal your, yourself, in in terms of uh, you know vacation, in terms of a bigger house, a, a better car, what whatever you you desire. Um, so it's very important to 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 know and, and to know when the stream is coming, whether it's the first quarter, the second quarter, the third quarter. When can you make those commitments uh, on your financial uh, you know endeavors? And the next kind of um, item to fill and below gross revenue and net revenue will be uh, revenue by client type. Um, if you remember the first page, and you can flip back to the first page, we divided it, where, where, where is your income coming from? Are you a tenant rep or a landlord's representative? Are you representing the seller or the buyer? Again, I'm going to my industry because it's the easiest for me to kind of relate to. Um, 
again, the percentage that you are, of revenue that you're going to get from each one of them. If you do all four, um, you know, uh, sales and leasing, and then you present uh, landlords and tenants, and you present buyers and sellers, do the percentage and, and go back and look at your data, the old data. The old data always helps you b- build the future. Maybe you want to change. Maybe you want to balance it more. Maybe you want to focus more on, a, on, on the type of client that you didn't have before. It's a risk, but maybe it's a risk well that well well deserve thinking of if you see if you see the opportunity there. And again, we talked about it before. Again, we talked about it on page number one. Is what is the percentage of revenue in the next coming year you're going to get from existing clients? And when you talk about existing clients, I would suggest that again you will. Analyze whether they were uh, the seller or the buyer, whether they were uh, the landlord or the tenant. Maybe the tenant needs to expand. Maybe the landlord has some vacancy. Maybe the guys who bought want to sell. Maybe the seller wants to buy because he's sitting on cash. So where is the, what is the revenue percentage you're going to get from the, uh, the existing clients? Because remember one thing we said earlier, existing clients are the best source for new clients. They trust you, they worked with you, they were happy with you, they will welcome you again, and they will more, be more than happy to share with other people the success they had with you, and they will be more than happy to share with you uh, names of, of family members, colleagues, partners, and, and, and maybe if they weren't happy with you, even uh, they will share with you their competitors. Just a joke. Um, and then, of course, the revenue from new uh, clients. That's um, the, the next one is the, the name, oh, sorry, the percentage of revenue you expect from new clientele uh, during the coming year. Um, again, I know I'm going to emphasize it again and again and again, uh, uh, but again, you have to divide it where, when you talk about new clients, it's not a general new client. Is is it new tenants or is it new landlords that you're going to approach and, and offer your services as a listing agent? Is it uh, sellers that or, or building owners that you think want to uh, sell and, and you know take some money off the table or is it? people that you know that are sitting on cash and, and need to buy. This helps you focus. It's not just to, you know, uh, understand where the percentage comes. It, it, at the end of the day, when you look at it, you understand if you, for example, write uh, 60% will come from uh, listing agent on, on, you know, you have to focus on presentations and meeting and and properties of landlords that you either didn't work before or landlords that already already worked as a listing agent and they were happy with you and you want to grow your business with them. Uh, this is not just for, you know, doing the numbers right. It's also, it helps you kind of see the picture and, and focus on the right, uh, where to spend your time, money, and effort in, in getting new clients. Um, and then at the bottom, uh, you go and you write number of deals per quarter. Again, go to page number one and you'll see that we did the same exercise in page number one. That on page number one, we did just underneath the gross revenue and the net revenue. We kind of uh, did the summary of how many deals per quarter 
you did in the previous year. So this is the prediction. How many deals uh, you need uh, for the next quarter? We're done with page number three. And um, now let's move to the next page. And the next page starts, um, you know, the, it's all about the activities uh, that you need to plan in order to reach your goals. Um, so it starts with a phrase, my new business plan growth will come from dot, dot, dot. And you have to fill up the blanks. Where is your new business plan growth uh, will come from? And, and here you have to kind of specify the activities to get new businesses, whether it's um, joining, uh, you know, an organization that is a charity organization or, or, or joining the uh, church or whatever it is um, that can create and bring you new business, whether it's uh, coaching uh, your kid's team, um, where you can meet more parents, uh, go to school and, and be on the uh, uh, parents' uh, association, whatever it is, uh, uh, your community associa association. Uh, there are endful kind of opportunities and options to to, to uh, get involved in different organization and different ways to grow your business, whether it's a professional organization, for example, in the real estate world, uh, examples like NAOP, uh, SIOR, um, ICSC, um, different organization for different industry, industries, all are good in order to uh, create or, um, you know, and bring opportunity to new businesses. The next one is... Um, how am I going to uh, get more business from existing business, uh, from existing clients? And sometimes we forget how to deal with existing clients. We take them for granted. We, I don't want to say ignore, it's too harsh, but we take them for granted and we think that, uh, you know, they are my clients and if uh, someone else calls them to offer services, they will just, you know, push them away and, uh, and let me know. Um, too many times I've seen it go the other way that uh, you, me, others neglect our kind of uh, client because we we were sure that they are loyal to us and someone came with another opportunity at the right time, at the right place and he got or she got the business. Um, so when you specify the activities to um, achieve growth from existing clients, it also uh, helps you keep in touch on a regular basis with your existing clients, which we tend to forget to do. The more you keep in touch with them, the more you create activity, whether it's share with them, um, you know, send them a business, a greeting card on their birthday, whether it's sharing with them uh, a general industry uh, white paper that you wrote or someone in your office wrote and has nothing to do with selling them, but it's just keeping in touch with them. Um, this is kind of uh, a very important tool in terms of uh, staying in touch and getting them to be, first of all, loyal, and second, 
again and again and again, I will emphasize that they will be the best referral uh, that you, golden referrals you can get to new business, which is, was the, the topic we discussed two minutes ago. Um, once again, you know, if you read the, the, the book, uh, Mr. Schmooze, you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, this story of Mr. Schmooze is exactly about the specific activities to, to grow business through existing clients. And, and, and some of it is also, uh, you know, forward thinking with new clients. So I highly recommend uh, Mr. Schmooze. And I highly recommend that you'll put down to yourself how to deal uh, with uh, my existing clients and, and, and go back to them and, and get them to be even more comfortable and more trustworthy with me. Um, conferences you're going to attend. Uh, the next one is conferences you're going to attend. Um, you have to, to keep on studying. You have to keep on improving. You have to keep on um, getting more and more knowledge and, and extend and, and extend in in conferences that are professional conferences. Um, each industry has conferences all over the world. Um, it's a good place to meet other people. It's a, mo- a good place to ex- exchange ideas. It's a good place to keep uh, intact with the, your industry and changes that are uh, happening in your industry and around it. Um, I have to rush here because I have two minutes left for today's show and uh, we won't be able to complete, as I said, but the um, one, two more things on page number four are milestones in your calendar. What are the milestones in the coming year? Do you have a son getting married or a daughter getting married? Do you have a trip planned? Uh, do you have conferences? Block you the time that you're not going to be uh, uh, available and block the time that you need for professional growth and block and, and make notes on very important uh, industry events, client events, uh, clients that need your attention at a certain day, make those uh, in your calendar. The last one is general. Uh, any other uh, key sales activities that you think of that you would like to do this year, uh, sending uh, books uh, of interest to clients or any other activity that you think may help you um, succeed in reaching your goals in the coming year and reaching your targets in the coming year or in the coming uh, quarter. Um, as I mentioned, um, I won't be able to complete the business plan today. Uh, we left one page for uh, our show two weeks from now, and that is May 1, but this is a very important uh, page. This is the execution page. Next week, um I'll have with me two wonderful guests, um, Alexis Crise and Melissa Di Gianfilippo. They are the owners of Serendipit Consulting. We will discuss with them uh, public relationship, social media, and branding for the entrepreneurs. Uh, there are two lovely ladies from Phoenix, entrepreneurs themselves, and uh, we're going to chat with them about the importance of all those subjects of uh, branding, social media, and PR. As usual, I would like to hear from you, uh, dvwallach at gmail.com. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Follow us on uh, Twitter and Facebook. And I will meet you here next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, sorry, 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. It is David Wallach, your host. It was a pleasure and have a great day. 
Thank you for listening to Taking Care of Business. Please join David Wallach again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until we talk again, make your week as great as you want it.